Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It is hump day. Hump day right here in the city. Good old Cali. It's 100 degrees. <laughs> what in the world is going on? It was a little cooler now, but yeah, if you walked outside at noon, you could forget it. Oh my God. Like I say, California is predictably unpredictable weather. You have to keep all your clothes out when you live here. All your clothes out. You never know if it's going to be too cold or too hot. I, I wore a sweater on Monday. Right. I wore my coat. Okay. I wore my coat. And I thought, are you kidding me? A hundred degrees today. And it is hot. Oh, yeah. And it ain't hot. no joke hot. Mm -mm. It's not planned. That's what I call it. it it's not planned. planned. It's, it's like we are hot and you it's better get hot. it together or stay inside and not come out and play at all. At all. So where are those morons who don't believe in global warming? What do you call this? Um, it's definitely warming. It's warming. <laughs> okay. Oh, it is definitely 80, warming. Okay, right now 80, it's 87. 87 in LA. Come on, folks. Come on. You it's know, people, some of those people say, how can it be global warming when it's snowing somewhere? Yeah, exactly. there's, there's a difference between climate and weather. Right. There's a so. big difference. Well, what's really funny is, you know, and one of my things when I used to recruit for USC, did we say that we were on, you know, Intentional Talk Radio? Did we give it? Did we let the people, well, did you say what was going on? I think we jumped. This oh, is Intentional right Talk Radio. This You're listening to <laughs> In the Mix. Right into it. Conversations with Colette and Carlos. At least we don't have a, a, a cow on the freeway this week. Oh yeah, yeah. So so, um, but yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with the weather. But he they warned us, and I was like, okay, you know, I remember he said it last week. I was like, yeah, whatever, yeah. And but the thing is, by Monday it's going to be 30 degrees cooler. What? So you put your sweaters See? up. Don't put them up. What? Don't put them up. The valley is at 105. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Off the chain. Oh but my you know God. What? <laughs> oh, that's what I was saying. So I used to tell people when I, ooh, 96 in San Fernando Valley. Uh -huh. What I used to tell people, I said, you can, you can ski and go to the beach in the same day in Los Angeles. That's you crazy. get up and be a big bear or mountain high or whomever at 6 a.m., Get your ski on till about noon, come down, come, come down the hill, go home, change clothes, put your bathing suit on, grab your picnic basket and a towel. And you can be sitting on the beach on the same day. On the same day. And look at this, mm -hmm. 98 on Friday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And then, but then I wish, I don't know if it goes to Monday, Kenny, can it kick, kick the little down arrow? Because No, okay. But Monday is supposed to be 30 degrees colder. What? But what's so funny, it got so cold in these last couple months, I did full pajamas. You know how you just put on the pajama top or maybe not the bottom? Oh, no, girl. I was in full pajamas and socks. Yeah. Well, look at tonight. Look at tonight in the valley. 60. 60. That's 96 today. That's and, 36 degrees. Mm. Yeah, that's 36 degrees cooler. That's crazy. So you, left your, house, so you left your house today in shorts and a tank top. And on the way home, you're going to have to put on a jacket. Right. Yeah. Oh, but see, but that's always been the case, in, in, at least in the Los Angeles area. You, get, you got to keep a jacket in your car because it is liable to, like tonight, I mean, it's cooling off. There's a little, little bit of breeze. 
Um, I'm, I'm live coming from uh, Torrance, California, my sister's house. Um, and um, we, I got my, my cousin is out here celebrating her 60th birthday from Chicago. So she got in yesterday and we're taking her out to dinner tonight at Redondo Beach. So I was like, let me come all the way to Torrance. Let me get here. That way when I leave at six, I'm not coming across coming from, from Inglewood. So we're going to a spot called Kincaid's. It should be very tasty. Seafood. Heard of that. Seafood and steak and prime rib and all that good stuff. Um, so when, so, um, and maybe y'all know, because I, I, sometimes I be sleep, I don't catch the news um, in time. And then I try to watch it in the morning while I'm getting dressed. So well, um, your pet's the, rights could soon be protected in the city of L.A. The city council considering a resolution to support a dog and cat bill of rights. So that is. What? Um, Kenny, let, let my guest in. Monica, she's in the whole waiting room. So in, there we go. Okay. Hey. So anyway, um, what was I going to say? Um, oh, I was going to say something. We talked about the weather. Um, was that Monday? No, it had to be the day when it rained. There was another hour that they took. They rescued a woman from the river thing. Uh -huh. And it took right. an hour to rescue her dog. Mm -hmm. One hour. Yeah. It took them an hour. And it was on news. And I'm just like, why are y'all messing with my judge? My judge shows over some dog in the dog on whatever thing. First of all, your butt shouldn't have been there in the first place. Let's start there. Why are you <laughs> over there? I hate like why are you somewhere where you're not supposed to? And then where when you, you are get, not supposed then when to you, be. they have to rescue you and your dog. Right. Yeah. Children. And remember, it, remember in Altadena, in Sierra Madre, in uh Glendale, Monrovia, all of those hilly areas where people like to walk and get lost. Mm -hmm. They now charge you for the helicopter lift. Absolutely. All the helicopter should. and the helicopter has to come and get your rusty dusty. They now charge you. It started at $1,100. It might be more today, but it started at $1,100. It's probably more because people are just ridiculous. They're just ridiculous. Like, why do you keep going somewhere where you know you don't you know? know you know darn good and well you are not going to be able to get back down. Keep your rusty down on the bottom where you belong. <laughs> okay? Keep your rusty down there. And they and now it's probably more than $1,100 because the cost of everything has gone up. So it's probably closer to, might be closer to $2,000. You get up there and can't get back down, you better have your change with you. Hilarious, hilarious. Better have your change with you because that's going to cost you. <laughs> oh, here's a question. So what's going on with the confirmation? When, when is the vote? When, when are they that's doing That's supposed it? to be Monday. Okay. It's okay. supposed to be Monday. And it's hard to believe, although not, that these maggots in Washington would delay this. And there were, uh, was it 11, 11 votes against her? And folks were saying, really? Really? And then I also saw something of this long newsprint of all these names who were in favor of Judge Jackson, who were endorsing her. She must have a thousand names on that sheet. Hmm. There must be, or, or more than a thousand. But there's could, some Republicans that's going to vote for her. Republicans are As voting they should. for her. They know better. Come on, y'all, quit acting stupid. They are, it, it's, I think, and, and it's my personal opinion, if we get another black face in there, and Clarence Thomas is such an embarrassment, 
He and his grizzly wife are such an grizzly. Why the fuck? Wait. Have you Where are you getting your adjectives from? Grizzly? <laughs> who calls somebody? Who calls somebody grizzly? Like that is so out of control. <laughs> okay, grizzly wife. Mm. Yeah. Have you seen her? Uh, and saw, she's I, taller than he is. You know what? I saw a spoof on Saturday Night Live, so I guess I need to see what she really looks like. Grizzly. 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 Hey. Grizzly. And, and you know what we say? It's it's real. It's real, okay? It's real. She picked from this end. That's how he picked her, okay? And he brung her out, which he should not have done. And she has the audacity to say in public that she called Mark Meadows to tell him to overturn the election because the maggot told her to. I, that's a whole nother show. I think we just need to show on um, why do you believe in him so much? Like it's so yes. like, because they drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah, they did more than drink Kool-Aid. They 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 spiked that mug, I tell you. Yeah, they drank the Kool-Aid, they spiked the punch, they got some of his juice, which ain't nothing, but I'll tell you what that is later. But he is and he I just saw something on the way to the show his airplane with his name on the side coming to a state near you. Keep your maggot butt away. You're bringing nothing but problems. That's all he's doing is bringing, he's spreading problems. And he really thinks, I mean, well, he believes in his heart that he's actually gonna run again. Yeah, and, and, and he actually believes that he's worth something because those folks put him in there last time and now you haven't heard anything about a presidential library, have you? For, in his name? Exactly. Oh, no. No, because you won't. Because oh, it'll okay. be I was like... full of lies. It'll be, a, it'll be a circus. Nobody wants to go see him. So he's the only president in my 70 years. I have not heard of one president. Even Nixon has a library. Has a library. Right. Even Nixon. Even Bubba has a library. Who's Bubba? Okay. Oh, just Bubba? Bubba, Bubba Bush. Okay, and, and that would be the transition phrase right there. <laughs> we do a little current events for the first five minutes or so, 10 minutes. And so we're going to go ahead and, and get, with, <laughs> get with it. Bubba, okay. Yeah, you didn't Grizzly know his name wife. was Bubba. Grizzly yeah. wife, though. I'm, I'm, I'm named Bubba. I'm done with you on today. We're going to move on to the show today. Today's topic is bossing up in a pandemic. Y'all may remember her. She's been on in, in the mix. She's been on Mindful Mondays. It's my girl. You know her. I know her. Monica L. Hi. Hey, Monica. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much, Dr. Diva Corliss, for having me. <laughs> So you have done, I mean, so I, I mean, you are, okay, so let's, let's do the formalities. Okay. So Monica L is an alum of USC. Yes. Right. Um, former uh, elementary school teacher. Correct. Fifth grade, was it fifth? Third grade in Inglewood oh, Unified School District. Third grade. <laughs> I like them. I try to get the oldest of you. Know, I taught fifth and then went to the middle school, but okay. So she had third grade for LA Unified, you said? Inglewood. Oh, Inglewood, Inglewood. Mm -hmm. 
And yes. she is always, so we were neighbors um, way back in the day in the, in the late nineties in an apartment over, over off of La Cienega and uh, Arborvita. So if y'all know where that Shakey's is, there's a street, you bust the left there. You can't do it now because they've got a brand. They're building a, now get this, you know, LA, and this is not the topic, but I'll, I'll definitely will. LA for us to have, for the county to have 3.5 million people, we are the slowest folk when it comes to transportation and having stuff in, in hand. If you've ever flown into Vegas, you go in line, you get on a shuttle bus, they take you off site to a rental car place. Well, that's what they're building there where we used to live, a rental car place where, um, um, so you would take the little shuttle bus and then you would enter an, a location and all the rental cars and their different floors, you know, hey, this is on this floor, Hertz, whatever. Why is it taking till damn near 2023 to do something like that in Los Angeles? Why are we just now getting a rail that goes down Crenshaw underneath to the, I mean, like. Because that, you, got your, you, you have your Army Corps of Engineers who think like this. Their brains make a thimble look like a ballroom. Now, have you seen the 635 in Dallas? If you have not seen the 635, then you won't know what I'm talking about. Now, California, the state of California spends billions of dollars on transportation because California has the worst gridlock in the nation. Absolutely. So California spends billions, trillions of dollars on transportation and none of it seems to work right. None of it. Now you notice that when they talk about transportation and they talk about doing something about it, it's only in the so-called urban areas. It's only in the hood. They ain't got nothing like that in Pasadena, nothing like that in Glendale, nothing like that in the Valley, nothing like that in La Mirada, nothing like that in Orange County. So where y'all is, that's where the gridlock is, even though that's a bold-faced lie. Now, LA, LAX is the absolute worst airport I've ever flown into. Why? Oh, why? Okay, because it's all one you. We're going to get on this boss lady thing right quick. No, we gonna... Because it's all one you. It's one you. When you go to other airports, for example, Arizona. Arizona has built a, a long stretch, a U where all of the terminals have their own land, their own piece of property. So you don't get that, okay? LAX don't have that, okay? And that's Sky Harbor. LAX doesn't have that. So LAX has only one U-shaped airport, all the terminals, but together. Right. Okay, in other places, they were more thoughtful in creating this. And the Army Corps of Engineers said, we can't have the gridlock at the airports like we've seen. In California, that's all you get. Um, but I mean, other than that, as far as the, you going, Kathy? Other than- So in, in other places, all traffic has been yeah. taken into consideration. And it hasn't been taken right. into consideration in California, so it's after the fact. And for the for the train to go from Exposition down Crenshaw and then underneath and then out through Inglewood, then out through the airport, 
listen, my comparison is the 710 freeway. And the 710 freeway picks up, it ends at Cal State LA. And it picks up in Pasadena, right at Huntington Hospital at Pasadena Avenue. And it has been that way for, let's say, 50 years. I've been out of high school 55 years, 52 years. They tried to do that 50 years ago. And white people, all white people oh, said, yeah, I that. yeah. Like, no. they said no. They said no. <laughs> they said no. And even when the state tried to give them money, they said no. Anyone you are not going to bulldoze South Pasadena, Pasadena, Alhambra to put a freeway in here that's going to cause more problems. So right. they you never the did. The 110? You said the 710. It's the 110 the that ends there. No, 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 no. no, no, no. The 710. The 710. The 710 ends at Fremont in Alhambra. That's right. That's Cal State LA. That's right. It ends at Fremont in Alhambra. That's Cal State LA. It's behind okay, Cal State okay. LA. Let's, let's, come, let's bring it on back <laughs> and talk about what we're talking about today. Bossing up in a, in a pandemic. So sorry about that. We got through the whole transportation thing. I thought so, that that's where we began. <laughs> sorry. No, no, it's no problem. No, we were, you know, no problem. Um, so, so Monica, you have been having all these different ideas of things that you've been wanting to do ever since I've known you. You're like, oh, I want to do a book. I want to do this. I want to do that. I think I want to do this. And now we are at 2022 and you have done so many things in the last year. Well, during the, I would say during COVID, did, did everything kind of? Yeah, I would say that definitely being in the pandemic, um, although I know it was a lot of darkness and we're still dealing with a lot of darkness, I was able to let my creative light shine. And so during it, I have uh, published four books and also launched my Boss Lady Conversations podcast. And so I'm so excited to be on the show because clearly all of y'all are boss ladies. And um, you know, just to let the listeners know that everything doesn't have to be as difficult as it seems nice. and to go for your dreams. You know, um, we are basically a two woman show <laughs> and just really excited, just really, really excited to be here and to share all the work. And I'm open to the dialogue. So so if you remember, Colette, she was the one that did her own self-publishing. She was one of the first guests back about a year ago. Oh, okay. Really okay. First guest because we've been doing it since 2018, this show, but or this, excuse me, this podcast. But she was on, she was on the podcast uh, last year and she had just done the first book. Was the had you done the first? I think at that time, yes, it was still a lady. So um, still a lady, um, Clarity, Love and Light in a Global Pandemic. So that was my first book, which was the poetry book that had journal entries. And that did receive a lot of success. And I learned a lot because my background is in psychology and I have a master's in communication management, but I was not really trained on self-publishing. So like many others, you know, I went to YouTube University <laughs> and, um, and, you know, and taught myself and learned a lot and made some, I won't even say mistakes, but just lessons 
to improve upon when I also did my positive affirmation journals. I have them for men, women, and young adults. And then my final book, well, not my final book, but my last yeah. book is yeah. uh, my last, not my final. Yeah. <laughs> it's not over until God says so. But, um, and then my last book was definitely the college readiness book, which has also had success. And I'm trying to partner with various um, high schools and also nonprofits, because there's a lot of things that our kids don't know, you know, about the whole educational process, as you were aware, as in your current role and your previous roles, you know, just what it really takes to get into college. And then probably the next one, what it'll take to succeed, because as we all know, um, it always appears that getting in is the hardest part, but actually the hardest part is staying and graduating. Yes, yes. So I'm really excited. And I'll put all the, um, all my links and the um and the notes as well in the chat okay so so right so so like you said you know getting in is 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 a chore i mean it's something you got to do you're trying to apply you got to write essays and different things but you know i was just talking to some students the other day and i said you know once you're in you have now what do you got to do to stay in and so you know learning how to to do college writing versus high school writing. And I tell people, you know, don't be surprised if uh, you get the first CC minus D on that first college um, paper in English. Because you're thinking you're the bomb. You were the bomb at your high school. Well, now you're in a class full of bombs. Everybody is the bomb. And now you're looking around, it's like, wait a minute, I've never been the bomb with everybody. I've always been the smartest. Oh, okay, this is different, right? That that you're that you're in a, a classroom with folks who has just as much you know intelligence, if not more, than you. And so now, when you write that first paper and you get a D plus, C minus, it's just like whoa, 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 whoa. So I always tell people, I said, don't be surprised. I said, now if you get higher, I want you to text me, because once you get higher, you have to stay higher. Exactly. You set the bar. You set the bar, and so and that's so important. Um, and, you know, obviously, we're all a big fan of education, but I'm also a big fan of having a skill set that can provide you with a livelihood, you know, and I also understand that everyone doesn't have the support system for college um, or the resources. And so we want to make sure that we encourage those young adults as well. But um, but yes, but definitely the podcast has been one of my most proudest moments. And that's what myself and Coach Kaya, and we have really just taken, um, it's taken on a life of its own. We we didn't know how big it would be until now it is. And it's like the universe is pushing us, similar to you ladies, you know, to keep going, spreading the word. Um, we have a strong following in Panama, which we're like, this is an Come English we don't speak Spanish, but right. you know, somewhere, I don't know if they're expats or whatever. Lots of folks in Panama that speak English. Yeah, there is, right. Yes. It's a part of the educational system. So, you know, we just, it's just the two of us, but we are so proud of the work we've done and a lot more work to do. So we're still on season one um, and we're looking forward to season two where we're going to be visual on season two because right now we're on um, Apple, iHeart, Google, and um, Spotify, and also we just recently came on YouTube because we know that, you know, we have to make it consumer driven. And so we wanna make sure that there's no 
uh, barrier to someone receiving our message. And so we record every week. Um, well, I should say we release every week. And so we got a couple of recordings that's, you know, in the can, but just very excited for the opportunity. And it really was more so, so our listeners were feel like you're not alone in this because I think the pandemic obviously has created um, some isolation. And we've talked about this before that has also led to depression or the increase of depression and anxiety, you know, and we were, of course, as African-Americans in a pandemic, within a pandemic, you know, with all the life events that have transpired and even up to this week, um, because I look at the type of interrogation she has to go through, you know, that's us too, you know, all of this is us. And um, as we also, you know, look at the anniversary of Dr. King's assassination, you know, it just so many things that has transpired and to know that someone is out there and with you, you know, so we try to be everyone's best friend and let them know that you're not in this alone. You know, um, Kaya, Coach Kaya is married with a child and I'm very single. Um, And so, you know, we provide both perspectives. Um, She's on the East Coast and I'm on the West Coast. So, you know, it's a lot of things, but we really pour into our guests and we're so fortunate to have our guests and I'm fortunate to be a guest on today's show. So are you writing about now your podcast is about college, going to college? No, no. So that's totally separate. So uh, Dr. Bennett was just speaking about some of the things that I've accomplished. So Boss Lady Conversations is more about events that has transpired. And we have guests from all different disciplines. We have focused a lot on mental health and well-being. Um, We've also focused on just being an entrepreneur. So we have different topics each week, but it's more about just letting people know that you are not in this alone. And we try to make it very relatable because we know that people are in isolation and sometimes they feel like the struggles that they're dealing with is just their own. So we try to be that voice to say that we all are experiencing some type of challenge in life, but it's all about you know, overcoming the obstacle and the way that you look at it. Is the glass half empty or is it half full? You know, and just really talking about spirituality. Um, We do say God and (laughs) we're unapologetic and, you know, um, and, you know, spirituality has, and my sister circle and my circle has really taken me through a lot of things. Um, You know, during this pandemic, I have lost my mom. Um, not due to COVID, but I just lost my mom. And so, um, you know, we've all experienced some form of loss, you know, and some form of grief. So we know the importance of just being there for someone as people have poured into me. So our goal is to pour into others. And and I just lost my dad two weeks ago tomorrow. And uh, I was walking into work and somebody was asking me about it. And there I go crying. But everybody needs to know that which you just stated. It amazes me that people get on this this thing about being alone. There's nobody on this planet that is alone. And I always say, maybe you're on Uranus because that's the only way you're going to be alone. That's the absolute only way. 
because everybody's going through the same thing. Everybody's got issues. There ain't one person on this planet that doesn't have issues, including Obama and Biden and the maggot. They all have issues. Okay, including Putin. Everybody's got issues. And we have to find a way to be more humane. We have lost so much humanity. It's almost like we've never had it. Had it yeah. Right. And condolences to you and your family. Oh, thank I, you. Yeah, that, that's a whole nother topic, you know. Yeah. And I admire you for being able to still go to work because- I don't know how I do it. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, operating on numbness. I don't know how I do it. I'm operating on numbness because I really thought I couldn't. I thought I couldn't do it. Right. But you are you are a boss lady because you could. I took a whole semester off. I was like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. And even when I came back, I was like, I got to be back. I got to be back. I don't want to be back. What? I, I can't be at home. Uh, right. Yeah. I could do this. Yeah. Look, I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll talk later offline. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Back host. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is yeah. what this is about this conversation. Yeah. So, so, you know, I just... This boss, bossing, boss lady, that, that's kind of a new terminology yeah, in the last maybe five years. Like, can you give us like, since you use the word and you use yes. it as part of your show, what is yes. exactly, what, what is a yeah. boss lady? What is exactly? Good question. You know what? I, I, I love that you said that. And I love that you did your research last night. So I thank you for that as well. So I'm going to shout you out. You know, First of all, I always give everyone their accolades. So I'm going to give that accolade to Coach Kaya um, because even though I can be a leader in most of areas of my life, this one, I decided that, you know, I'm a co-pilot and it's okay to be a co-pilot. But boss lady is really like, like the term you endure diva. You know, it's taking something that society may see as a negative. You know, if you're an African-American woman, there's already certain stereotypes that we don't have to go into you know, and so sometimes we don't allow our light to shine, you know, because we don't want to be the most outspoken person in the room because that might not fit in that cultural environment, you know, even though we are the light. Um, mm. But, you know, it was more so taking something that may have been construed as a negative and turn it into a positive. And just like we tell our listeners, like boss up, that means that wherever you are. It's not even about your profession. It's not about what you're doing. We're just giving positivity. That's what it's really about. You know, I start off the show that, you know, I'm Cleveland born, LA raised, you know, I'm a boss, entrepreneur, educator, author. So we start with just the positive that are, as you talked about earlier, the adjectives that describes us. So it wasn't really like a, you know, oh, I'm this big boss or, oh, we got all this, you know, it's just more that we're making our own moves, you know, we're not waiting for someone to give us a green light. We're not waiting for someone to hire us. We are making this, we are doing this ourselves. You know, the two of us didn't even know what we were doing. We was like, okay, you got Zoom, I got Zoom. <laughs> Let's make this work, you know? And I'm so fortunate to have Coach Kaya because, you know, she did all the scripts and everything. And I'm more of the um, social media. And, um, you know, we both secure the guests. So it's more about just pouring into women. So Boss Lady Conversations is really a dialogue where we're talking about current events 
not in detail, but also some of the struggles that we go through as women. So it is for women of color. You know, we have had um, other people that wanted to be guests. And um, right now we're, we're just focusing on this part because we feel that representation clearly matters as we see in our climate. And so you know, it's not about the one who has a million followers and is number one on the charts. It's about you. It's about being a mom. You know, a mom is a boss. <laughs> I mean, regardless of what she does with outside being a mom, as a person who is not a mother, <laughs> a mom is a boss. You know, the fact that you are pouring into an individual to create a successful person and productive in this society with everything. So we're just pouring into that person and making everything relatable so that they feel like they have a voice and also someone to talk to. So that's our meaning of boss lady conversations. Now there may be other meanings for other people who use the term, but we're just wanted to be relatable and know that someone can feel that we're really touching them, you know, and we do have some faithful listeners who give us all their critiques of, you know, our conversations. And as, you know, novice in this industry, we're learning a lot. And it's, you know, it's more to let our hair down and not be scripted and just be free flowing. So, you know me, Corliss. I was like, that's right up my alley. Okay, let's go. Right. <laughs> Even though I'm Monica L, but you know, as much as- But it's just really flowers. funny because like I said, people that, this whole boss, the boss lady, like this is just new language. And so, so your interpretation is that it's, it's, it's spinning the positivity on women who are pretty much bosses at their jobs, bosses in their communities, bosses wherever. Bosses yeah, just home. life. It's not even about the title because we all know we can all start an LLC and make up any title you want. It's about you. It's about you. And it's about self-esteem, you know, having that confidence, you know, I am on this journey and no way do I feel like I have mastered everything, but I am appreciative of this journey because this journey has taught me a lot. It's taught me a lot about me and I'm looking forward to future lessons, you know, future lessons or wherever they may be. Um, you know, I see my path as definitely brighter than, you know, my past. Um, and I know there's more years behind me than in front of me, but, <laughs> um, you know, there is just things that we have to pour into each other. So, it, you know, it's about walking in your light, not being so consumed by what society says, what you should have, what people think you should do. Um, because a lot of people try to put me in a box, you know, um, because of my educational background or where I worked at or whatever, whatever made them feel comfortable. But you can't put me in a box. You know, um, I do what I want to do because I'm an independent woman and I can. Um, and so that's also about boss lady conversations. Like don't allow people to put you in a box and it's okay to have those feelings. We talk a lot about mental health and I am a strong component of, you know, therapy and also self-care. Absolutely. So, you know, um, we try to be as vulnerable as we can, um, you know, in those moments because that can help others. And we're not saying that, you know, everyone has the same resources, but we also try to pour into them and let them know other resources, free resources that you can do, or just, again, taking a bath for 10 to 15 minutes. For some people, that's all they have for their self-care. And that's okay. You know, 
um, going to YouTube and walking on the beach, visualizing walking on the beach because you're on a YouTube clip that has Fiji and it has the beach, you know? So we really try to pour into people who may have limited time or limited resources, but letting them know that someone is there, someone cares about them and that it's not easy, no matter what lane you're in. Like, you know, Colette said, it's not easy. It's not easy for anyone. You're not going to go through this life unscathed. Um, you know, there, you know, God don't discriminate. <laughs> you know, yeah, and everything, everything, including the slap heard around the world, everything is about your attitude, about what you're going through and how you perceive it, how you handle it. And your reaction, because for every action, there's a reaction. And you have to determine what that reaction is. If you want to roll sky high, that's up to you. If you want to walk on stage and slap somebody, that's up to you. You have to deal with the consequences of your actions. Right. Right. And then, you know, um, speaking to, like you said, reactions are important. Because some of them can really, you know, for some of us can land us incarcerated, you know, our actions or reactions to something. So, you know, we also talk about that creating a safe space where you just breathe. You just breathe. Like, just take a moment. Something triggered you. Let's take a moment and just really like, okay, take a moment. (laughs) And then instead of reacting immediately, you know, um, because all of us can't do that. And all of us are not afforded that opportunity to. Because you react immediately, the next thing you know, you're incarcerated and somebody trying to get your bail money and an attorney and nobody got no return fee. I'm just saying personal experience. But anyway, I'm just saying, you know, and so you have to really think about that. And I think that's another thing that sometimes our kids and I even say adults, you know, you get triggered by something and you decide that I need to go and do something. But sometimes you just need to be still. You need to be still and let that be, you know, because that's not you. Um, But everyone sometimes can get pulled out of character. So, you know, we try to, again, provide that space where being vulnerable and being open. And, you know, a lot of us, that's not something we're taught. You know, if you come from a certain generation, vulnerability, that means you, you might get it in these streets, you know, but knowing who to be vulnerable to you know, and those situations and also making sure you're in situations that are most productive for you. You don't have to go to every event. You don't have to jump because someone said I'm going somewhere. And 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 then about energy, like we, um, me and Coach Kaya, we, we pray before we do our podcast. Um, and we also ask our guests, what's your intention? And I think, you know, just taking those little steps you know, what's your intention for the day? You know, how are you going to pour into yourself and how are you not going to let external things impact you adversely? Um, because, you know, a lot of times we all go to situations that people are not presenting themselves in the highest vibrations or energy. And that'll mean you're going to go low. What did Michelle say? They go low, you go high, you know, Um And I'm not saying it's easy. We never say it's easy. This is all work. This is years of therapy. This is years of pouring into ourselves. This is years of reading the Bible. This is years of just getting to know who you are. But, you know, again, we're all at different stages of this journey. But, you know, we're here to support because 
we've lost a lot. We've lost more than time and people. We, we just lost a lot, you know. Um, and now it's figuring out what's the new norm because our world would never be the same. Ever. Like we've been through stuff. You can't send someone to war and be like, your world is now the same because you're home. The world would never be the same. Right. And, you know, we've all been through something because I know I will always have toilet paper. <laughs> Just to lighten the load. Because <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not going through that again. I will always have a cabinet full of food, even if I don't want to cook it. But I got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That this, this is, I'm here by myself and everything is about me and, and I, woe is me and I, 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 I. Uh, how about no, 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 no. Hmm. That's not the way it goes. And unfortunately, we don't, we don't look at things in terms of us or we. People have a tendency to look at things in the singular, I, me. No, no. And, and as long as that is the creed and the mantra, there will always be an issue. Very true. There will always Very true. be an issue. Because yeah. And I don't even know as a culture how we got there because that's not our foundation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think, you know, other outside influences have created that. Um, and I was also speaking to someone earlier today. You know, um, I love California. So let me just say that because I don't want nobody bashing me. <laughs> but I'm from Cleveland and there is a different mindset, but it could be because of the cost of living. So I'm just going to say there's a lot of factors, but I feel like here we're on the grind. We're trying to get it. You know, we're trying to get to the top of the hill, the biggest car, you know, that that's the goal. So a lot of that is me, me, me. And I can't help you or be about we because... I need to step to get where I need to go, you know, um, until you reach a certain place in your life um, and your journey where you could be like, there's enough for all of us. You know, if Corliss wins, I win. Period. She's a black woman. I know her. She's winning. I want to be around winners. You know, that don't mean I want to be around others, but I can see it. You know, that's not taken from me. Because Corliss wins, that don't mean I can't win. And I think that that's the mindset that we have to change, you know. Um, you want to be around winners and you want to encourage your friends. Whatever winning means, you know, winning can mean so many different things to so many people. Winning to me is, you know, being financially independent, you know, where I don't have to rely on an organization for my well-being, um, you know, and that's what I'm striving for you know, through the podcast, through the books. And if you told me chasing dogs down Crenshaw was going to give me six figures and I'd be chasing the dog down Crenshaw. Now, or at least I have an assistant and I would run the organization. But anyway, you know, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, that I, that's what's important to me. But that doesn't mean that that's important to everybody else. And I never say, we never say that, you know, some people, you know, I know entrepreneurship is not easy. I definitely know that. You know, because you you relying on you to get the clients to get what you need to get, you right. know, where you have a different type of position and whether you show up or not, you're still going to get a paycheck. Right. So, you know, but at what cost? So, again, it's about boss lady conversations is letting people know that we welcome everybody. 
you know, and we welcome everybody wherever they are in the journey. We welcome people who are just starting the journey. We welcome people who don't even know they're on a journey yet until they know, <laughs> you know, because some of us don't even know. We're like, I was on a journey. I didn't know. You know, I thought I was just doing. Um, so, and we welcome you ladies to be a guest as well. And people are using the word journey as well as boss lady. But I don't think everybody recognizes that the path that they're on is a journey. It is a journey. It is not simply a path. It is not simply just here walking around. It is a journey. And with every step that one takes, every time passes by. So there's no such thing as turning back the hands of time. That ain't gonna happen. That is that not a thing, okay? And that, and that is so true. And that is so true. And I'm glad that you said that. Um, because, you know, a journey is, um, you know that you're getting to somewhere. But like you said, there's turns, there's mounds, there's peaks. Um, and that's where you build your character, you know, and that's where you, you know, get to learn more about you. As I was telling Corliss the other day, like, you know, I thought I knew something in my 20s. You couldn't tell me. I did not know. I ain't know <laughs> nothing. That way. <laughs> I didn't know nothing. I ain't know nothing. I didn't know nothing. And, you know, even now at this age, I think I know a little something, but I'm sure as I reach some other milestones, God willing, you know, I'd be like, I didn't know nothing then either. <laughs> so, you know, it's impossible. It I'm is. going to be, and I say it all the time, I'm going to be 70 in just a few months. Ain't no way in the world. I still have the thimble looking like a ballroom because it is impossible to know everything and to know it all. Right. God didn't make us that way. Okay, so quit quit trying to be that way because right. it just ain't going to happen. Okay. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how old you get. It is impossible to know everything. And that's true. And it's impossible to see things. And I know, um, again, not a biological mother, but I feel like I am a mother. And, you know, I have a lot of young ladies in my life, um, you know, godchildren and just good friends. And it's just the things I see and they can't see it yet, you know? Oh. And that's a part of the boss lady conversations too. Again, you know, some things are going to go over the head and we understand that because a lot of things, you know, my mother and all my surrogate mothers tried to pour into me, you know, I couldn't get it because I was not at the place to get it. Right. But now I see things and I know that those individuals I try to pour into in their twenties and thirties, they don't see it. And I'm okay with that because I understand they can't see it right now. Because and, and, it's just not for them to see. And right. at 20 and 30 and 40 years old, you don't yet have the dimension. Okay. You're still looking through that. You got tunnel vision. Okay. There's this thing called retinitis pigmentosa. And when you say that to someone, they don't understand what retinitis pigmentosa is. But it's tunnel vision. That's funny. <laughs> okay. Because for some people, not all people, it's impossible to see all sides and angles. And life ain't about retinitis pigmentosa. The journey is an octagon. 
okay? It's an, it, it's, and it's beyond an octagon. It's got about 16, 17 different angles. Right, okay. right. Yeah, so it's not simply just that one single path. No, because what was important to you today at 25, you won't even know it at 35. No, okay. or remember. You won't remember. And what was important at 35 ain't going to be important at 45. Um, and no. at 55, you're going to be a different person speaking a different language. At 65, you sure enough going to be speaking a different language. Right. Okay? So stop with the idea that everything is simply one way. Right. Exactly. Okay. I like that you said that. And that's if you are evolving. Let me just state right. that disclaimer. Right. I know you, yeah, because everybody, never mind. Okay. No, go right ahead. <laughs> you know, everybody's, again, journey is different. And we all know those friends who maybe 40 and 50, you were like, but you still 20 in some aspects. Or and that's okay. And that's or okay. Trying yeah. Uh-huh. Trying to be, you know, called, because. Yeah, and that's called. Grow up. I thought you was gonna give us a psychological I'm, term. I'm, okay, I will. But see, I know. Okay, but Poor see, Carlos. she said, I'll "Grow all up." What did you say? Grow up. Grow up. Right, but the way you said it, I was like, I'm, I had to like blink and be like, "Did she all grow up?" Got it. But grow all up. Yeah. Anyway, grow up. Grow but, up. Grow blow up. up. Yeah. Whatever. Mature. All of that. Right. All of that. And remember, there's this thing called, I'm a grown ass woman. I'm a grown ass man. Huh. I know. Based on my recall, grown folks don't ever have to say it. You don't ever have to tell somebody, right. I'm a grown man. You have to, right. If you have to tell somebody, you're trying to convince yourself because. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. You ain't got to tell people you woke. You ain't got to tell right. people you grown. Because if you are, you probably not. You ain't got to tell people that you're a boss lady because it's, 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 it's all, they see it. It exudes. It exudes. Walk through the door. As you walk through the door, it's like, oh, okay, who's that? Okay. That's right. When you pick up the phone, they hear it in your voice. They hear it in your tone. They hear it coming. How do they say, do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? That, that part. And the thing is, yes. what it is, is people don't understand it's a, it's a certain attitude. And it's not something you can just, I'm going to be this way today. I'm going to try to do it. You, it has to be a part of you. It has to come from you. And, 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 and so as you learn more about yourself, you then become more confident about yourself. Right. But a right. lot of people do not have self-love. So if you don't have self-love, how are you going to love me? Because if you don't love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else? We, we did talk about that. That definitely was a topic of self-love. And a lot of people think they love themselves, but it's like, if you love yourself, would you do X, Y, and Z? And you're right. If you do not fully love yourself, how can you expect someone to love you more than what you love yourself? Because, you know, contrary to popular belief, people do see, you know, they see the mass that some of us wear, but then the people who really want to get to know you see you. And when they see you, you know, and some people say we are a mirror of who we date, but I won't go there because that's not the topic today. Mm, but um, mm. we, are, wait, just saying, we are a mirror of, of who, who we, we date. date. 
Yeah, I tried to defunct that. I was like, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't think so with that one. I don't think so. But yeah. hmm, but there are a ton of ways that when you really look at it, the people that you surround yourself with, they do say a lot about you. Okay, that's like women who who complain about their their doggy husband. And I always have always have said, uh, you chose him. Okay. So with my <laughs> with with my former husband, with people that I dated and had in my life, I say, yeah, I know I might be complaining about them, but you know, I, I'm with them. So what does that say about me? Okay, what does that say about me? And you have to really think in those terms because what am I what am I lacking? that allows me to be in the company of such a miserable person. Oh, wow. Think about it. I agree. I totally agree with you. Right. Yeah. (laughs) What is it about me? And and you know that that's a miserable person. So what you doing hanging around? Right. Mm. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Or even situations, even situations, you know, you know, um, if you keep complaining about it and you're not doing anything about it, like nothing, then you must enjoy being in it. So allowing it to happen. So exactly. So as certain things that I was not happy with in my life, I just stopped talking about it. Like if I'm not going to make an action, then why? No one wants to hear this for 20 years. Exactly. That's that's absolutely it. And and it's unfortunate. And people do get addicted to misery. Yeah, we do. we get addicted and misery to loves company. company. Yeah. Right. And we get addicted to all of those things that are ill because we don't know how to take the first step to move away from it. And because it might cost us. Or we do know the first step and we're afraid to because afraid then to we don't know that if we take that step, will we be with if I yeah. leave him who has caused me such misery, and you've been married to a boyfriend, whatever. Right. When I leave, is somebody else going to even love me? It, you know, will I ever be in another relationship? You know, you have those kinds of questions. And so some people just say, well, I'll just stay with it. At least I got somebody. Right. And they also say, what do I do? I, I you know, I, I, that, that, that he brings or she brings, or they bring, I, I at least have a little bit of change. I at least have a car. I at least have this. I at least have that. But think about how much better you would be and how much better you would feel and think about how you could become whole without that, because we don't think that way. Right. We get accustomed. We get accustomed to certain things. And like you say, if you have things that you've acquired together, you know, but at some point it goes back to self-love. And that's, again, what Boss Lady Conversations is, what's it worth, you know? And I think I did a poem on that, you know, what have you paid for this picture perfect lifestyle? You know, because if it's just a picture on the frame and you in war and battle every day, then what? You it's know, really a picture. It's called a it, right. right. And so and, and some of us don't even know what healthy relationships look like or have not had that model. You know, if we came from I don't want to say dysfunctional, but if we came from a household that you know, was not the most productive or most loving. Sometimes you don't know. You don't know what you're looking for. You don't know what's a deal breaker. 
Um, I think I had a conversation about that too, where, you know, people were new in relationships and didn't even know what their deal breakers were. So, you know, because you haven't had that experience to know that, okay, you do X, Y, and Z, I'm out, you know, cause you have to unfortunately go through stuff sometimes to know like, that ain't for me. That ain't for me. God bless you on your path, but me, you, yeah, maybe next lifetime, Erica Badu. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> you know, and I think that's a part of the journey too. But like you said, it's a journey. It's a journey. And I'm not going to sit here like I still, you know, I don't say mistakes anymore. I say life lessons. Um, and, you know, I just hope that I don't have to keep hitting my head to make the same life lessons. And so, um, but due to life events, you know, my filter is off and I'm not everybody's cup of tea and I'm okay with that too. Um, because you can keep on moving, you know, <laughs> I try to be love and light, but I know there's still some areas I need to work on. Cause every time I don't feel love and light to share, you know, it all depends upon that person and the vibration, but, you know, being honest and true to yourself, um, that's really where it starts at, you know, cause you can lie to everybody, but when you oh, look in the mirror, what do you see? Right. And, and because things are no longer maybe organic. Things are no longer natural. We live in a world of technology where technology guides us. Technology determines what we do every single day, 24 hours a day. We're glued to technology and see that. And we're not offering ourselves, we're not giving ourselves the time that it takes to be whole. And when you talk about self-love and self-care, tons of people don't even know what that looks like. Okay, we don't know what that looks like. We don't know what it looks like. We don't know what it feels like. We don't even know how to speak that language. So we're, we, if we're honest with ourselves, we're still learning. We're still learning. And, and until we get to a point where we know what it means to be whole and what it means to be healed. And I remember when I was conducting lots and lots of workshops for LAUSD, I started talking about the whole child, the whole child, the whole child, but the district didn't want to talk about the whole no, child. mind, body, and soul. They weren't, they weren't trying okay. to hear that. Yeah, they weren't trying to hear that. They were only trying to hear A through G, okay? Academics, A through G. And, and it caught them off guard. And I'll never forget, I was standing in the main office at Crenshaw and I noticed a, a uh, flyer about a mind, body, and soul, no, mind, body, and spirit uh, uh, workshop. And the title was mindfulness. I went, what, really? When did you get that word? Because folks operate on singular words, mm -hmm. singular words, the catchphrase, the catchword. And just like Corliss said, boss, lady. Boss has been around since the beginning of time. Right. Okay. But never to a point where you're actually calling. Absolutely. Well, hey, boss lady. And I was like, I remember my student was calling me at they work for me. And I was like, oh, she said, well, you're my boss, right? You're a lady. I was like, yeah, I just, you know, it was just, that's why I was saying yeah. earlier, it's kind of a new term in the last, let's say 10 right. years, yeah. more yeah. popular in the last five. But it was right. just like, where did that, where did that come from? And, and, and right. so she said, it's not. it, 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 it is there to kind of give homage or give respect to you, meaning they, they see you, they see you doing your thing. And so let me, right. I'm calling you a boss lady. Is that, is that, cause that's what I was asking. Is that kind of the, 
Interpretation. That is. Again, it's more about interpretation, too. You know, I don't want to go into my music background. Like, you know, you, you talk, you know, God rest his soul, but Tupac, he had a different meaning of what thug life means. But people who don't know, don't know. You know what I mean? So Boss Lady, again, is about empowerment. It is about empowerment. It's a movement. Um, and it's just showing, it's highlighting, you know, and I would love to come back and talk about self-love and self-care, you know, and what that means, or at least how I define it. Um, um, mindful, mindful Mondays, come on over there. Because, okay, because that's important. And you brought up a good point. Like some people don't even know, they think they're exuding that, but you know, you know, and I'll be the first one to say that as well, you know, that I'd always don't do things that exhibit that, but at least I know once you know, then at least you know the path to go. Some people just don't even know what it means or what you should be doing. You know, because that's, you know, that's your diet, that's your exercise, that's your mental health, which you feed into yourself daily, which you tell yourself how you block out negative noise, you know, um, how you like, that's not going to define me because, you know, so many people let other people define them and, you know, and then you feed into that and, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy. So, yeah, we could go down a whole list, but I know. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm going to pull you over to Mindful Mondays because that's, okay. that's totally right up the alley. Of, of the things that we discussed there, but I really appreciate you coming through. I don't, this week was one of those weeks where folks were just canceling and not telling me nothing. And I'm like, what is okay. going on? So I was like, let me hit my friends. I'm like, come on, come And I appreciate you, and I appreciate you coming through and definitely want to get you over in Mindful Mondays to talk about those, that self-care and that and that peace. And, and so as we close, you know, people need to understand, we just, spring just sprung. Spring is about cleaning. You need to sit and evaluate your friends, your circle, and you need to get a mop and a bucket of water and mop off the folk that ain't working for you. Anybody that says, oh, girl, uh, you know, when they start with, oh, girl, uh, you already know. Okay, thanks. And just keep them at, a, at an arm's distance this side, put that on the arm's distance this side, and stay focused on people who believe in you, who, who know and give you encouragement. That's what a boss lady does. Yes. And don't forget to check for us on iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I appreciate Boss Lady Conversations with Monica L. and Coach Kaya. There it is. You heard it live here on <laughs> Intentional Talk Radio.